0: You are listening to Weight Loss Made Real, and this is episode 174. I'm your host, master weight loss coach and author, Cookie Rosenbloom. Today and every Tuesday, I will be your coach and your guide to help you end your emotional eating and yes, lose that extra weight. If you just found me, welcome. And if you're a regular listener, welcome back. This is where we talk about your habit of emotional eating, which is the main focus of all the work I do. Here is where coaching meets psychology and psychology meets brain science. And this, my friend, is where your problem ends. So get comfortable and get ready to be coached. Before we begin, I want to remind you that this episode of Weight Loss Made Real is brought to you by The Freedom Group. The Freedom Group is a monthly membership for smart women like you who are really ready to stop overeating from stress and from habit and learn how to make space for more happiness in their life. When you lose the problem, there's more space in your brain and in your day. You can learn more about the Freedom Group in the show notes of this episode or go to weightlossmadereal.com slash group to get on the waiting list. Now, let's get started with your coaching session today. Today, we're going to work on this concept, why you need to remember the pain of overeating. I want you to think about the last time you slipped and you went off your eating plan. We're not talking about diets here, but we are talking about making a plan for yourself and then keeping your promise to yourself, right? Right. Keeping that promise is the hard part, you know that, but your goal is to honor your plan. And when you don't keep your promise to yourself, that's considered a slip. So what we're going to talk about today is what happens when you slip, because essentially you enjoy that moment, whatever it is you're eating, and you conveniently put your goals in the way back part of your mind, and you conveniently forget about how bad you felt On the last overeating episode, remember in episode 171, pretty recently, about how to hold yourself accountable, we talked about making sure that you didn't move on from a slip without learning from it. No self-beating, but definitely learning from what you did. What we're talking about here today is why it's important to keep the memory of the pain you felt when you slipped in the front part of your mind. So do I want you to feel bad? Of course not. But sometimes you need to remember your pain so that you learn from it, so that you know why you don't want it again. And then you can use that To help yourself keep your promise. So let's dive in together. Let's first talk about what happens when you slip. When you slip, you're following an old pattern. That's all it is. It's an old habit. Whatever it is you're in the habit of doing, when you deviate from whatever you promised yourself, that is your old pattern. When you do that, you're listening to the lower brain part of your brain. And that is telling you things like this oh, just this once, or you can just restart tomorrow, or you know you can't resist with this food. And so this is the pattern, these are the thoughts, and then you eat it. You're uncomfortable in the moment with making a decision and you're at a fork in the road. Should you stick to your plan? Should you keep your promise? Or should you say, oh, what the heck? But for that moment, when you're following the old pattern, when you're listening to your lower brain, you kind of go unconscious. Now you're not really unconscious, but you just kind of go to sleep on what your promise was and you follow the old pattern. In the moment when you do it, you might enjoy it, right? You forget about your goal. You simply don't care. It doesn't seem important that you were working on anything. Either you're telling yourself, I'm not really motivated right now, or maybe you're just saying, what program? What am I following? Right? There is no definite line of behavior that you're trying to do. So in that moment, you give in to the urge, to the pattern, to the habit. You eat whatever it is you were struggling with. And in that moment, you enjoy it. It tastes good. It lights up that part of your brain that says, ooh, this is a reward. Keep going. And that's it. Promise is gone. But what happens after you break that promise? After your slip, you lose trust in yourself, right? Have you ever noticed this? That the next time you make a promise to yourself, you don't quite have the enthusiasm that you did originally. Because you're proving to yourself every time you slip that you just can't do this. So your trust in yourself gets lower. You start beating yourself up with wonder, why can't I do this? What's wrong with me? Why is this so hard? Now remember, when those are your thoughts, those questions are what will send your brain on a Google search, and it will come up with answers. So after the slip, if you think, why can't I trust myself? Your brain's going to say, because you keep making promises and you don't keep them. When you say, why can't I do this? Your brain is going to say, there must be something wrong with you. And when you actually say to yourself, what is wrong with me? Your brain is going to come up with answers you're not smart enough. You don't understand something. There's something broken in you. So the questions that you ask yourself right after a slip are very telling. Now, what happens next? You know, you lick your wounds and you get right back up, right? Now, it may take you some time to get right back up. Some people fall down and get up in a year. Some people get up every Monday. Some people get up on New Year's Day. Some people get back up In that continuous search on the internet, the next time they get an email from one of the many lists that they're on telling them about the great new thing to try to lose weight. So you lick your wounds, you get back up, and you go into amnesia. Now, what do I mean by that? We talked about this a little bit in episode 171 that I mentioned earlier, how to hold yourself accountable without beating yourself up and without guilt. And what I was encouraging you to do in that episode was not to totally forget what you did. I want you to remember it so that you don't repeat it, but I want you to do it without getting mad at yourself. Because beating yourself up, even if nobody hears it, is not going to help you. But what we tend to do is we forget how painful the slip was. We forget how bloated and uncomfortable we felt physically. We forget how frustrated we were with ourselves. We forget the feeling of not wanting to look at food again for many hours because we were so stuffed. That is what I mean by the pain of your slip. Now, the problem is our memory tends to be short when it comes to pain. And the reason that is, is to protect us. Think about the pain of anything you've been through and how quickly once it's over, it's hard to remember the pain. So if any of you are listening and you've had children today, assuming you didn't give birth six months ago, today do you actually remember the pain that you went through? Because I don't. I remember it as a concept. I knew it was very strong, but it's faded. And have you had an illness or surgery or something major that impacted your body? Once we're past it, luckily the pain memory fades away. But even something that's not related to your body, like remodeling a house. Have you ever lived through? a home remodel. And remember the pain, not physical, but the pain of people not showing up, things not getting done on time, people making mistakes, going over budget. All of those things were painful when you went through them. But once it's over, you love your new house, right? Just like when childbirth is over, you love the baby. And did you ever struggle getting through school or a big project at work? In the moment, it is hard. It does not feel good. But once you're through it, it fades. Sometimes it fades so quickly that we don't get a chance to learn from it. And that's the gist of what I want you to get today. Time passes, our thoughts get softer, our memory of what happened and what we did or didn't do fade away, and we can no longer feel the pain. So on one hand, this is good because we don't walk around forever in pain about something we did that's already done. But the bad part of forgetting the pain of your slip is that when you can't remember how bad it felt, you're going to be more likely to repeat it. And that is your goal today. I want you to not beat yourself up, I want you to acknowledge what happened, and I want you to just spend a few minutes thinking about the pain, the pain physically of eating too much, the pain of letting yourself down again, the pain of losing confidence in yourself, the pain of telling yourself and believing that there's something wrong with you. These are not helpful. So I want you to keep the pain not on the front burner, but at least on a side burner where next time you're at that fork in the road and you have to decide whether to follow that old habit, the old pattern of overeating or sticking to your plan and going through the discomfort just of doing something new. I want you to bring up the memory of the pain the last time you slipped. I want you to remember how bad it felt, so that will spur you to take that other path, that less chosen path, that uncomfortable path, because that is what will prevent you from doing the same old thing. I want you to look at what happened when you don't Keep your promise to yourself. What was your goal? I'd love it if you'd write this down. What were you trying to do? And then what happened? And why did it happen? You know that everything you do comes from how you think. You know that everything you do comes from a feeling, which comes from what you're thinking. So you can track backwards to see what led you to the point where you said, oh, what the heck, who cares? I'm not even on a program. I don't even know why I'm doing this. I want you to look at it. And I want you to look after you get over the momentary pleasure of enjoying whatever you ate, then I want you to look at how you felt afterwards. How did you feel physically? How did you feel emotionally? What were the thoughts that you had? This would really be useful to write down because just like childbirth, just like remodeling that house just like getting through school, that pain fades away. Thankfully, right? But if we want to change something, we need to remember the pain, at least until we create a new habit. So if you write it down, I want you to review what you wrote. And I want you to know why you don't want to slip and overeat or eat emotionally again, because you don't want to feel blank, right? I want you to remember what you don't want. I want you to spell it out. If you want to keep your promise to yourself, you're going to have two different ways to get yourself to do what it takes. One way is what you want, right? That vision of the type of woman that you want to be, how you want to show up in your life. A woman who is a natural eater, who does what she says she's going to do. That's what you want. On the other hand, there are also things that you want to move away from that you don't want. You don't want to be somebody who ends up taking the wrong road, making that wrong choice and ending up stuffed or in pain or so filled with regret and shame. So for this week, I want you to focus on your action step. I want you to really think about the last time you slipped what led you into it, and what happened. And in particular, for this coaching session, how did you feel afterwards? Look at how your body felt and look at how you felt about yourself. Write it down. Because the next time you're going to be at that fork in the road and make that decision, that's what I want you to pull up. I want you to pull up the memory of what you don't want. So think about what I said today and also go back to episode 171. I know that it might be a little difficult to wrap your brain around because we're so used to saying, oh, I'm so proud that I didn't beat myself up. But there's a lot in between beating yourself up and letting it go totally. And I want you to find that happy medium so that you learn from it. And one of the ways you're going to learn from it is to remember the pain of what you did. All right, my friend, that's it for our coaching session today. I want to make sure that you know about the gift that I have for you right now, and it's called the five D's. So if you overeat for any reason, what you probably wish for most is a way to prevent yourself from starting, right? You want to catch yourself from overeating, right at that fork in the road that we talked about today. So I've created a gift for you that will show you exactly how to do that, how to catch yourself before you eat. The gift is called the five D's, and it's a really useful tool to show you five different strategies that are quick, that you can use in the moment so that you don't feel like you have no choice. The gift includes a short video of me explaining the strategies and a very short workbook that will help you tackle your overeating right when it counts, right before you do it. This tool is something I use all the time in the Freedom Group, and now I'm sharing it with you. So you can find the link to this gift, the five D's right in the show notes, or you can go to this link, same name as the podcast, weightlossmadereal.com slash gift. I'd love for you to give it a try and tell me what you think. I hope to see you back here next week, where we will continue to work on your emotional eating and that habitual overeating habits step-by-step until they become something that you used to do. And that's okay for that to be a memory, right? We know that that's your ultimate goal, to put it in that rear view mirror. So for now, this is your Coach Cookie reminding you that as you search for answers, keep it real, just like you. And I will see you next week.